You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last. What up, what up? Real Coach JB here, man. Back with another Slap Dick Podcast on this great, fine Monday, December 28th, 2020, as we're winding down this fucked up pandemic year. Like no other we've been a part of. Uh, stay strong. Keep your head up. Keep grinding. Pull up your big boy pants. Get through the year. And let's hope for a better one in uh, 21. Can't believe Kobe almost passed away a year ago in Gianna. Time is a thief. Don't ever forget it. So your goal should be to make an income while making an impact. That's the quote of the day. Fuck it. We'll go with that, man. Um, I used to say it all the time. Because we never know when the fucking good Lord is going to take us. So our goal should be to make an income while making an impact. Teachers, coaches, I mean, all of us, all those guys right there. Doctors, all of you guys make an income while making an impact. And frontline workers, police, firefighters, grocery attendants, grocery workers. There's nothing like you guys. So that's the quote of the day. Your goal should be to make an income while making an impact. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there's a lot of plenty, a plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat, as I am, um, or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, as I am, you need to go to betonline.ag. I'll be betting tonight in the Monday night game. Uh, we'll see if uh, Cam Newton has any nuts or guts. And will he perform and try to beat Buffalo just on GP? General purpose. Because some people call it general principle. It just depends where you're from and uh, what neighborhood you grew up in. But anyway, um, some people call it Gary Payton. But anyway, game from, from game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Man, title of the show is going to be called Day Late, Dollar Short. And I'm going to get into why. I believe Duke's women basketball is a day late and a dollar short. I believe Sean McVay for the head coach of the Rams is a day late and a dollar short. I believe Ron Rivera, who I like a lot, head coach for the Washington No Names, is a day late, dollar short. And I believe the Cowboys are a day late, dollar short. And there's a lot to talk about. But anyway, let's get into the whole Haskins situation. You know, I posted a thing on social media. They all asked me, like, let me, he, he, he put his whole team who's in playoff contention. Let's make no mistake about this. 
He was in playoff contention. And he... He fucking... uh, Put his whole team and organization at risk. Now, this is a team with no fucking name. With an owner who looks like he's just a fucking scumbag. And... And yet, we are, some of us in the media, not us, some of these people in the media and ESPN and so forth are still hoping that Haskins gets another shot. Now, I'm all for second chances, as we know, right? But I want you to hear this from Marcus Spears. A couple days ago and was just telling them about how this is a bottom line business. And there was not a lot of room. This is a goal. It's a result-oriented business, not a bottom-line business, but I agree with him. It's a result-oriented business, and it's professional football. This is some shit that a JUCO kid would do or a high school kid with no leadership around them would do. Let's continue to listen. Especially off the field. On the field, look, people think, um, you know, football is not played in a vacuum, right? When a guy's playing bad, there there are things that coaching staffs, there are things that organize at the position, whatever that may be, especially a head coach like Ron Rivera, to give you any leeway or any leash to do what you need to do in order to bounce back. So hopefully, um, you know, and through that conversation, that's what I was explaining to Dwayne is that this is, this is no longer uh, people like you. This is about what you do for an organization, what you do at the position. And if you don't, man, it's, this is going to be the turnout. If you're balling and you're having a lot of success, yeah, we could find you for, for have, having strippers over or whatever and, and move on from that. But when you're having a disastrous on the field, coupled with off the field, there's no room for that. So hopefully he can go somewhere and get a fresh start and kind of renew his mindset and his spirit and be around people that's, that, that are just going to invest in making sure he's in the best possible situation to succeed. So you don't think Ron Rivera had his best interest? <laughs> that's basically what he's saying. He's saying he needs to go somewhere else where people have his best interest. Let me tell you, if you guys, anyone knows Ron Rivera, you can go talk to a bunch of people that played for him, and I know a lot. He has his, your best interest. So, not that Marcus was bashing Ron Rivera, but let me just make sure. You are what you do, not what you say you do. So now, he's an apologize. He's going to apologize. Half the people will forgive him. The other half will say it's what he is. But when are we going to start holding people what they are? There's no need to apologize. You went to a titty bar, had strippers over, what have you, in a pandemic while you guys are fucking dealing with already many games that have been postponed, suspended, what have you. And you're in a fucking first place tie and trying to win the division. With the Giants. Now the Cowboys are back in the mix. We'll get into that. But... There's no room. But the title of this show is A Day Late Dollar Short because Coach Rivera, who I, I love to death, um, battling cancer, beating it, great job for him, and kudos to him. But it's kind of an ass-backward situation by cutting him today. 
Don't you think he's a day late and a dollar short? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I don't question what he does, man, because he's a head coach in the NFL and has been successful, okay? Played played a great, uh, had a great career as a player. Let's not make no mistake about it. I'm not going to judge the man because I'm not in his shoes and I don't know the inner workings of what he's got going. So I'll never judge somebody for what I do not know, like everyone does fucking me. But I believe, and this is just my opinion, and hopefully it's a slapdick one, but I, I believe that he made a mistake in this regard because now I think he lost the team that is there who want to do right, and I believe it did not set a tone. He had the opportunity to set the tone. He missed that opportunity, especially when you have the greatest comeback story of all fucking time with Alex Smith, who's done some shit that's godly. Like, uh, just like, you can't even just explain what he's done. Inexplainable shit what Alex Smith has done, right? From almost dying to losing his leg to probably the comeback player of the year in the NFL, to me, is remarkable. So you had all this positivity going on in your program. You don't have a name with your program, so you have a half of a team that's negative, half of a program and organization that's positive you had an opportunity to cut the cancer out because it takes one bad apple to ruin the whole batch haskins ruined the batch and i believe it lost them a playoff berth and now you got cowboys and giants gonna fight for it because you had a chance to set the tone going forward because washington has the best d-line in football they're going to get some different free agent pickups they have an opportunity to be very good, get a quarterback that's a younger, up-and-coming guy, get a few more wideouts, maybe a couple, a, a big-time tackle and guard. They're going to be good on, on, and Washington's going to be good. Rivera's going to get him right. But I think he lost a, he lost a shot, a chance to really put his legacy and feet in the cement and really make a stance like a Belichick would have did or – uh, you know, someone in that regard. Um, so he's a day late, dollar short. Same with Sean McVay recognizing that golf is not the guy. Like, same with Peterson, who's recognized that Wentz is not the guy. How long ago was that? But Hertz ain't the guy either. Let me just make sure everyone's clear. So let's make sure we're clear about it. he's not the guy either, fellas. Just out there listening, okay? It's an organizational issue right now. Ever since they won the Super Bowl, they haven't been very good. They're missing a lot of key components. They've been decimated with injuries to Peterson's defense. Um, and their O-line's horribly bandaged up. Um, they've had 21 rotations on O-line. They, they're not very good. And it's not just Wentz, but I, I've been saying Wentz is the most overrated quarterback behind Baker Mayfield in the NFL. I think Goff is the third worst overrated and all these guys got big money. And I already talked about my quarterback show. Uh, I've already talked about the quarterback situations in the league and who they are and what they are. But all these people are a day late dollar short. The Cowboys, day late dollar short. I mean, I think they're going to be looking outside looking in. And they've won three in a row. And I told everybody, I told everybody that Andy Dalton was going to come out in the wreck shop. Because Cowboys have some receivers, and Dalton can stand in there and deliver the rock on time. 
And I think he just had to get used to playing again. Took him a couple games. And, uh, you know, that's without Ezekiel Elliott. He hasn't really done shit. So, Dalton's balling. Cowboys are balling. And, but I believe you're a day late dollar short. Because now I believe Chicago's going to get that spot. Um, just depends on Arizona and how it all unfolds next week with the Rams and all that. But but McVay now criticizing golf the last, you know, two out of the last four weeks. It's too late. You paid him already. You're a day late dollar short, man. Um, he ain't the guy because he has no nuts. He has no it factor. Anytime they play some shit talkers, I've been saying it, he's lost to the Niners twice. He lost to Seattle, who talks shit in Seattle. You know, they beat Seattle in L.A., of course. They beat them. But, you know, teams that talk shit to him, he can't beat. The Jets were just talking shit. Did you watch the game? He's fucking throwing balls in the dirt. Like, he looks like a scary little kid back there. So, I don't know. You know, I'm just thinking that these guys are a day late, dollar short. Duke University women's. Announced they're not going to play anymore this season. Coach K has been saying it. I still believe you're a day late dollar short. Because now you've given these girls a taste of playing. The rest of the girls are playing. And now you cancel it. Like to me you're making a a, a decision. That now is like. Well you just screwed your girls over. In your program. Not I could see if it was a league deal. ACC said let's do it. But you just said it's yourself. And 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 Mike and Coach Sessi came out, you know, a month ago saying it. Nothing's happened there. You know, he, he he's still playing, but I think you're a day late dollar short with the decision, man. You should have did it a month ago. Now your girls have been playing. Now they're gonna watch their counterparts play. It's pretty shitty to me to do it this way. Um so, you know, title of the show, Day Late Dollar Short, man. I, I just don't think, uh, I just think, you know, you are what you do, not what you say you do. And I think we have far too many, too much of this. I mean, I, I'm curious to see New England's out the playoffs. I want to see, you know, how they respond tonight. Is it going to be a, is, you know, that's the great coaching You'll see great coaching when you see Belichick teams who have nothing to play for go out there and play against a good Buffalo team that I believe is the only team in the AFC that can beat Kansas City. Um, I don't know. There's a couple teams, man, that can still beat Kansas City in the AFC, in my opinion. Um, I think Indianapolis can beat Kansas City, but they might not get in. It's just one of those teams and one of those matchup deals, but... You know, Kansas City hasn't dominated, just so we're clear. They've won like they've won like seven close games by single digits. Um and uh it's not you know, could they be bored? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's hard to flip the switch in the NFL though. It's hard to sw- flip the switch in professional sports. Um so I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting. You know, college football playoff start, you know. I think they're a day late dollar short with the Notre Dame putting them in. They, Notre Dame don't belong in the BCS. They don't. I believe Notre Dame and Oklahoma should never be allowed in the BCS playoff. That's just my opinion. They're fucking horrible. 
They don't get they 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 play in leagues that no defense is played. And then they get into these big boy league games against Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia's and and those type of teams and get mollywopped. LSU's, you know, when they're good. I mean, I, I don't know. I think they're a daylight dollar short. NCAA is, um, you know, having no commissioner. They're fucking been a, they're a month late dollar short. I mean, they're just it just continues to continues to steamroll and and snowball, and nobody's doing shit about it. And so, uh, I don't know. People ask me how the how what I thought about the Clippers. The Clippers are who we thought they were. I, I've been saying this, man. To get beat by 50 at half, it's a one-game deal, and Paul George comes out. You know why? Because Paul George is a loser. I like Paul George, but he's a loser, and that's what losers say. Just one game, it don't matter. But when you're down 50 and you don't fight no more, you're a loser. Your organization is a loser. You got beat by 50 at half. You're getting beat by 50 at half. You got beat by 51 or something. What did they get beat by? That means there was no fight from third quarter on. You were down 50, lost by 51. Hmm. That's a structurally culture organizational deal. Cleveland Browns, you are who we thought you were. But I've been telling you guys this for how long? Everybody want to jump on the bandwagon. Now they might not make the playoffs. They've had, so you lose to the Jets after beating the Rams. You lose to the Jets. Yeah, you got three wideouts out and you got COVID deals and all this. That's my point, though. You think Aaron Rodgers would have lost to Jets last night if he was the quarterback for the Browns? I think Tom Brady would have lost. Mahomes, telling you, greatness shines at the moment that is needed the most. Big-time players make big plays in big games. We've been saying this forever. It is what it is. Um, Dabo Sweeney continues to stand by calling Ohio State the 11th best team in the country. During the pandemic, first of all, there's not even – there's probably five good teams, you know. Um, but to call him 11th to me is a little bit out of pocket, even though I understand what he's doing and saying. He's doing it to rile up his kids. But the same point – at the same time, there's not 10 teams better than Ohio State. And let's just be honest. So you know he's doing that for mind games to get his kids ready because he knows Ohio State can beat them if they're not on their game. And uh, I expect it to be a great game. I think he knows Ohio State is a top three team in the country. Um, they just didn't have the resume because the game's played. It's not a Ohio State issue in my opinion. It's a Big Ten issue. But who knows? Um, Lakers have, have, have won pretty dramatically the last two games. They beat the same Dallas team who beat the Clippers by 51 uh, the night before. They play uh, tonight as well. They play Portland. Um, and AD didn't even play last night, and they beat uh, Minnesota by like 30. But, you know, I think the Lakers are going to really gel here shortly. I figured the Lakers would lose a few early, just like the old Chicago Bulls teams did in the Golden State. Um, when they first put their team together, that Miami Heat team with LeBron and D-Way, they lost like, shit, 11 out of 14 games to start the season. Because you got to have – there's a bunch of moving parts new to this Laker team. 
I expect him to gel a little faster than normal um, because of LeBron and AD. And um, I expect him to lose a few early, but go on a roll. I, I expect him to lose no more than 10 games this season. And uh, hopefully they get through the season. And uh, the Nets, everybody's on their nuts already because of KD and Kyrie. They're all going to be out tonight. Dinwiddie tore his ACL, I hear. He was a big piece of that puzzle now. Don't be, don't get him mistaken. So we'll see. Brooklyn's going to play Memphis tonight um, without Kyrie and Durant and Dinwiddie. Um, remember, Brooklyn was in the playoff team last year without KD and, and, and Kyrie. They are good. I believe they're going to be good. I don't know if they're going to play the Lakers or not. Um and, you know, the Lakers still got to get through some good teams in the West. You know, I think Denver will be in it at the end. I think uh, I think the Clippers will still be decent. Um, but that tells you how good Kawhi is, too. Would Kawhi have allowed his team to lose by 50 if he's on the court? It just shows me that the Clippers, and not even talking about Tyron Lue, but I told everybody with the hiring process, the Clippers should have went outside. They just rehired another recycled dude. That was already in the program. So I don't believe he's won the locker room over. And I believe it's the same Clipper mindset that it was for the last fucking 50 years. And that's why you got beat by 50. But does that say how good Kai, uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard is? I mean, cause I don't know if they lose by 50 um, or does he allow it? I mean, that just tells you how weak Paul George is. If you're the Robin to Kawhi Leonard, Batman, you are going to allow your guys to get beat by 50? Pandemic P, uh, Palmdale P, and no fucking playoff P, tell you that. Haskins gets released and vows to be a better man and a player. It's funny how that shit always, you know, you can tell kids till you're blue in the face, and then something happens like this, you know. You get arrested or you get shot in the hood or you get cut in the NFL. Then all of a sudden it registers. See, that's the difference. That's what that's why our youth needs great coaching, leadership, and parenting at the home front because all this dick sucking and enabled shit, it ain't the business, fellas. It's allowing shit to like this to happen. And you're a day late dollar short. Haskins, you're not good enough to go fucking party with titty strippers and have at the titty bar and then give everybody COVID. <laughs> you're not good enough, son. <laughs> you're not. So, I don't know. Um, I've been telling you guys, man, I think NFL quarterback play is average, below average to average. Everybody's swinging on the nuts of all these guys and saying how good they're going to be. Man, da, 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 da. man, I don't see it. I just don't see it. Kyler Murray's and the fucking Goffs and Jalen Hurts's. And there's a few good quarterbacks, man. So I got to ask a question. Who's going to win the uh, MVP? I, I, I've been telling everybody I believe it's Aaron Rodgers to lose. Um, Mahomes is... It's been great, of course, but I think the last few games he's struggled where Aaron Rodgers has risen. Not only has he, but the Green Bay Packers have. I believe Aaron Rodgers with his wideouts that he's had, the Van Scantlings and the fucking St. Browns and the fucking names that we don't even know, 
Um, he's made those guys great. No other quarterback in the NFL has made his receivers great who are average more than Aaron Rodgers has in the last 15 years. Not since t- Tom Brady made that all-white receiver core and, t- and fucking Randy Moss great. When he had all those little fucking Amadolas and all them motherfuckers, he made those guys better. Aaron Rodgers is making these guys better. There's been receivers that have digressed under Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. Yeah, you got Cooper Cup and, and Woods. But those two dudes are fucking great and should be a lot better. Goff is hurting a team that has a great defense. Lockdown corners. Jalen Ramsey locked down fucking... What's his name again last night? They really didn't throw to him much. They had to throw crossing routes. That's not a fucking route. That's a crossing route with speed. And Jalen Ramsey still only allowed him to get four or five yards. So, like, they're fucking that team up with that quarterback. And you're a day late, dollar short, McVeigh, of recognizing it and paying that dude all that money. And I understand you had paid um, fucking... The running back, too, that left and you traded him over to fucking Atlanta and lost money there. You've lost more money with bad decisions as an organization, and it's going to come to cost you because you have great defense and you're never going to get a Super Bowl because of golf. Who can't get the ball to dudes in the pressure moments? And it's frustrating to watch a team that has a good defense like that to lose and, and, and not be able to. Nine points. Kudos to Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, who I picked to go to the Super Bowl. Um, Kudos to them for just not even allowing the Rams to score a touchdown. They haven't allowed a touchdown in two of the last three games. Uh, The uh, addition of Dunlop and and getting, what do you call it back, Adams, they're fucking pretty legit in the back row. They are a lot better on D. They're a lot better versus the run. And uh, Seahawks are a dangerous team going into playoffs. Them and Green Bay, I give, you know, it's going to be interesting with those two, you know, Green Bay, Seattle, the Saints, you got Tampa playing better, looks like. But they played a shitty Detroit team, so they're not going to do that in the playoffs to nobody. Um, so, I don't know, it's going to be interesting coming down the pipe here in the NFC. Do the Rams get in? Does Chicago get in Who, with Trubisky, who's balling out right now? Um who gets in that last couple spots? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, you know, so we'll see. Gonzaga's number one team in college basketball. Bunch of white dudes. Um, they're not all white. They got, they got guys. But what I'm telling you is, though, like, how does Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, and a lot of other teams, man, but – you know, I've already discussed this once or, and twice. How do these white coaches continue to out-recruit the brothers that are head coaches? And the majority of the players that are ballers are black. We've discussed this on a previous podcasts. I've discussed this. There's a reason for it, and I want to know what it is. And if you guys have any reasoning behind it, Hey, shoot me a DM, respond to my Twitter, 
Instagram, email me, CoachJB12 at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Then we can discuss it on the next podcast maybe. But I'm just telling you, I know what it is. I've talked about it before. And uh, I just I want to hear all the people advocating for people and not other people when in reality the truth is you say that these brothers should be getting head jobs and are getting fired too early. But the brothers are losing brothers to white dudes. So make sense of it. Tell me the deal. Your mothers, the brothers' moms are sending them to these dudes. Gonzaga's never won a natty. Pew's doing, he's a good coach, man. He's a great coach, but he's never won it. But he continues to grab dudes and get dudes from going to other places. And he's the number one team in the country right now during the pandemic year, et cetera. But he's number one, you know, Calipari. Shit, he's got more dudes in the NBA than anybody. UCLA for years. I mean, but Shaka Smart can't do shit. Juwan Howard's he's okay. Penny Hardaway, he's doing okay. I mean, what are they doing? So why should they? Why? Tell me why they're, why are they supposed to be head coaches and get jobs and not get fired? Tell me. Other than... Playing the race card. I mean, it's truth hurts. Let's be real here. I want to see more brothers get jobs too. But it's got to be earned and, 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 and deserved. And I know a lot of white coaches, they get jobs because who they know. And they're not shit either. They're horrible. So I, And I know more white coaches that are shitty, but it's who they know, not what they know, that are going to get a job over the same brother in a situation that's the same they're going to get a job over the brother, and they can be the equal knowledge because they know somebody that is a white dude. I know it for a fact that happens. So my point is, brothers got to be different. You got to be different. You got to land these big-time recruits. You're going to have to start beating these white coaches. And this goes for football and basketball. Dion's got a few dudes, but he's really gotten transfers. Transfer portal guys are a little easier to grab. Florida State got my former player, Jermaine Johnson, from Georgia. That's not great recruiting to me. I mean, that's just like, all right. I mean, are you getting the kids from high school and matriculating them through the process and graduating them? That's what needs to happen. Brothers got to be different. You already know. It's already packed against you. It's been that way for fucking 400 years. We got to be different. You got to be different. You got to make sure you turn over rocks and get shit done. Until that happens, you're going to continue to be said, talked about in a negative light. Sorry to be real. That's just what it is. So, I mean, that's like, that's like me and the Notre Dame fans getting mad at me for saying Notre Dame and Oklahoma don't belong in the fucking BCS. Has nothing to do with color. You guys don't belong. You get routed in the fucking tournament because you don't have the O-line, D-line play. 
And you can beat a city league all year long that plays no defense. Other than Clemson, who's decent in that league? North Carolina's getting better. Florida State's gotten worse. NC State's gotten worse. Who else is in the league? Like, there's not a lot of fucking competition. Pittsburgh? Syracuse? I mean, come on. So, anyway. Um, hey, man. Your goal should be to make an income while making an impact. Remember that. That always stuck with me. Stay safe. Be healthy. If I don't hear, if I don't talk to you again before New Year's, be safe. Stay healthy. Don't have a party of fifty motherfuckers until you get this goddamn thing figured out. Two thousand twenty-one. We need to start it off fast and hard, not fucking slow and sick. So, hey man, for the real coach JB, follow my new Instagram JB's Bullies profile. JB's Bullies, B-U-L-L-Y-S. New little Instagram plug for my dogs. New additional dogs. Bonham and Bailey. Beautiful fuckers. There's some shit birds, though, so I got to get them molded. Hey, man, don't be a day late and a dollar short. For the real coach, JB, peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the